would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say Say I'm loud, say I'm clear For the whole round world to hear I wish I could share All the love that's in my heart Remove all the bars That keep us apart I wish you could know What it means to be me Then you'd see and agree That every man should be free Good morning, everybody. This is Eric Manuel on Voices from the Frontlines, your national movement building show. Wake up and smell the revolution. We're going to have an amazing show today about Keith Lamar, the death row prisoner, and a phenomenal jazz concert you can come to. We'll have Amy Goodajow on the show as well, who's his ace buddy organizer. And we're going to start with the headlines from Amy Goodman. Let's do it. Welcome to Democracy Now!, democracynow.org, The War and Peace Report. I'm Amy Goodman. At least 20 people were killed, nearly 300 others hospitalized Monday as an explosion ripped through a fuel depot for refugees in the South Caucasus territory of Nagorno-Karabakh. It's not clear what caused the blast, which added to the misery of tens of thousands of ethnic Armenians fleeing the disputed territory one week after it was seized by Azerbaijan. Armenian officials report nearly 14,000 of Nagorno-Karabakh's 120,000 residents had fled to Armenia as of Tuesday morning. Thousands remain without food, shelter, and clean sources of drinking water. We don't know what happens to us next. We don't know what the government has in store for us. There is not a single chance to go back. If there were chances, we would not leave in the first place. It is very dangerous there. 
On Monday, representatives of Karabakh Armenians met with Azerbaijani officials for a second round of peace talks. No details about the meeting were made public. In Baku, Azerbaijan's president, Ilham Aliyev, pledged his government would ensure the security of everyone in Nagorno-Karabakh, countering Armenia's claims that ethnic cleansing is underway. The people living in the Karabakh region are Azerbaijan citizens regardless of their nationality. Their safety, security, well-being will be ensured by the state of Azerbaijan. Diplomatic officials from Armenia and Azerbaijan are in the Belgian capital of Brussels today to prepare for October 5th peace talks. The summit will include the leaders of France, Germany and the European Council. Ukrainian officials say Russian airstrikes and artillery fire killed six people and destroyed grain storage infrastructure at the Black Sea port of Odessa Monday. The damage further degrades Ukraine's abilities to export food and fertilizer to world markets two months after Russia withdrew from a deal that granted safe package to agricultural exports. Monday's attacks came as Ukraine's military said it's confirmed the deaths of the top commander of Russia's Black Sea fleet, along with 33 other officers in a Ukrainian missile attack on Russian-occupied Crimea last week. The Kremlin claims just one member of the Russian military is missing after the attack. Meanwhile, the United Nations Independent Commission of Inquiry on Ukraine says investigators have found continued evidence of war crimes committed by Russian forces in Ukraine. The commission's chair, Eric Moz, testified to the U.N. Human Rights Commission in Geneva Monday. The use of torture by Russian armed forces in areas under their control has been widespread and systematic. Further, the Commission has found that in the Kherson region, Russian soldiers raped and committed sexual violence against women of ages ranging from 19 to 83 years, often together with threats of commission or other violations. In immigration news, Mexico's accepted demands from the Biden administration to start deporting migrants who are apprehended in northern Mexico border cities back to their home countries. Mexico's government has also agreed to enforce over a dozen policies to block migrants and asylum seekers from reaching the United States. This comes as U.S. immigration officials have reported a sharp increase in the number of people attempting to cross the U.S.-Mexico border in recent weeks as thousands seek protection from violence, conflict, extreme poverty and the impacts of the climate crisis. The mayor of El Paso, Texas, has said his city is at a breaking point as shelters are at capacity, forcing many asylum seekers onto the streets. Another Texas border city, Eagle Pass, has extended its state of emergency declaration as thousands of asylum seekers have arrived in recent days. Meanwhile, immigration rights advocates have denounced the Biden administration for deploying more military personnel to the southern border and not prioritizing humanitarian relief or addressing the massive backlogs greatly delaying the processing of asylum and immigration cases. A recent report by Syracuse University found a backlog of some 2.6 million cases in U.S. immigration courts. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez says he will not resign and will seek to clear his name after he and his wife were indicted Friday on federal bribery charges. On Monday, the embattled Democrats said nearly a half million dollars in cash found in his New Jersey home after a raid was being stored for emergency personal use. Menendez did not mention the gold bars and Mercedes Benz also seized by federal agents, nor did he answer questions from reporters.
I recognize uh, this will be the biggest fight uh, yet, but as I have stated throughout this whole process, I firmly believe that when all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, but I still will be the New Jersey's senior senator. On Monday, two more Democratic senators, Sherrod Brown of Ohio and Peter Welch of Vermont, called for Menendez to step down. They joined Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, whose campaign promised to return $5,000 in contributions from a political action committee tied to Senator Menendez in, quote, envelopes stuffed with $100 bills, unquote. Two people have announced they're running against Menendez in next year's election. New Jersey Congressmember Andy Kim and community activist Lawrence Hamm, who's the chair of the People's Organization for Progress. Well, 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 this is Eric Mann. You're on Voices from the Frontlines, your national movement building show, Wake Up and Smell the Revolution. Now, this is going to be shocking news. Another Democratic Party elected officials a crook. But worse than that, Menendez has been one of the worst enemies of the Cuban Revolution, calling for boycotts, calling for CIA invasions. Um, so I don't get too upset that he's a crook because he should be driven out because he's an anti-communist and a fascist. So now all these people call for his resignation, which whatever, you know, almost all of them are in the bag anyway. So the hypocrisy of the Senate continues. Good morning. This is Eric Mann. The more coffee I drink, the better I'll be. You're on Voices from the Frontlines. You're on KPFK, by the way. Great station. I was listening to uh, uh, the Gary, what's the morning, the 11 o'clock uh, radio voice uh, music. Global Village that you run. And they had a wonderful woman on who was doing a one-woman show uh at my age, I have to remember, names are not going to be the first thing I give you, but it was, um, I'm going to go see the show. It's about a young Latina or a middle-aged Latina now who was a uh, truck driver, and uh, we'll find out about getting tickets to that. Oh, there, you see, Gary makes me look good. It's called, Mommy, What's Your 20? Uh I'm going to go see it. Written and performed by Nadine Godier, directed by Leah Farrell, developed by Nadine Godier and Rich Embargo. It's a one-person show. It's at, uh, so check it out. It's called Mama, What's Your 20? Uh, it's on 13500 Ventura Boulevard, Sherman Oaks. Thanks, Gary. You're keeping me alive here. You're making me look as good as I can. So we also have our friend on the line, uh, Amy Gurdjieff. Amy, you on? I'm here. You always Hi, are. Eric. You always are on, Amy, at 24-7. <laughs> you can get her. I won't give you the number. Don't worry. But she is the managing director of the uh, Keith Lamar Freedom Fund, and we're going to get this brother out. And uh, just tell them really quick, because I'm going to sing a song to you and Keith when he gets on. Just tell the the first, on October 5th, okay, at the uh, Labor Community Strategy Center, Strategy and Soul, 3546, Martin Luther King, we're going to have an amazing concert for Keith, who you're going to hear. A lot of you know Keith. He's been on Voices. 
He's a, I call him a, you know, a philosopher revolutionary. Amy, just tell the facts and tell the name of the band and the musicians, and then I'm going to sing, as soon as Keith gets on, I'm going to sing Lean On Me by Bill Withers, and then we're going to talk. So tell us about the concert. Great. Well, um, Freedom First is the band that will be playing at, at Strategy and Soul under the direction of Albert Marquez. He's a Catalan uh, pianist, composer who's lived, been living in Brooklyn. And he and Keith are partners in the writing of some brilliant and beautiful songs that Keith contributes uh, spoken word poetry to. So Freedom First is uh, really become a, a musical movement, a way to to spread the word about not only Keith's situation, but the prison industrial complex in general, and um, uh, a way to use art, really, to stand in protest of that whole entire system. And so... Um, Sounds good. We're going to be there. We'll be there with Zach O'Farrell beyond drums. Um, we will have Kazem De George on tenor sax. Um, we'll be joined by Yosmel Montejo, who is a an LA based bass player, and we'll have Keith by phone from Death Row in Ohio, and we'll have Albert Marquez on piano. And we'll have my djembes and my kungas and my tumbas for whatever the band wants to do with it. Uh, this is a phenomenal, you know, at the Strategy in Seoul, which is at King and Crenshaw. We've always wanted to have a jazz club. And it's classic that the first real jazz amazing concert we have is for a political prisoner. And Keith is a political prisoner. And he's totally innocent of the charges against which uh, he was charged and uh, in an uprising. And, you know, in any uprising, they find whoever they want. There's prisoners who are willing to snitch on other prisoners. But you'll hear Keith. I mean, the man is, by now he's my brother. I uh, No hard feelings, but for L.A. snobs to go to Youngstown, Ohio, we must love two people, uh, Amy Gordajev and Keith Lamar. And Channing and I went all day trip, five day, five hours a day with Keith, which could have been 10 or 15. So here's the deal. Go on the website. It's called... Uh, thestrategycenter.org. I checked it this morning to make sure it's there. And you scroll down, and it says Freedom First. It's beautiful, beautiful work that uh, Amy and Channing did. If you want tickets, if you want tickets, you go on there. But it would be really great to have some voices, people, uh, like 10, 15, 20, a chance to meet Eric Mann in person, to meet Channing Martinez, to meet this amazing band, Freedom First, to hear Keith Lamar both doing spoken word, and then afterwards there's going to be a conversation with me and Keith. Uh, and then there'll be food. Yeah, you know, we always feed you guys before and after. We know you have a low attention span. So we'd love you to come, okay? We'd love you to come. Uh, we want to fill the 100-seat theater. And, you know, voices... Uh, Everything is a choice, right? Like I tell you about, Mommy, what's your 20? I'm not saying you should go. I'm saying it'll be cool if you did go. It's your choice. I'm not saying you should go to the Freedom First concert. I'm saying it will be a phenomenal experience if you do go. So if you want to come to hear Keith Lamar, 
Freedom First, Great Jazz, and see the gorgeous, by the way, Strategy and Soul Movement Center. Now, a lot of you know it. We have a lot of black listeners. But for some who have never come to scenic South L.A., this may be a great opportunity. So uh, it's called thestrategycenter.org. And you go on there and you just scroll down a little bit and there's a beautiful, beautiful uh, visual of the concert. And you scroll down and it's called Buy a Ticket. And I know you can do this, okay? So we're going to be talking, Amy and I and Keith are going to be talking a lot about this event and this series of events because just one more thought before you get on, Keith. Keith, you on, brother? I'm on, brother. All right, all right. So one thing we're going to talk about is the excitement of the Freedom First Tour is in some way it gets Keith a little bit out of the cell, into the world where he belongs, and it's sort of like a visionary of when he flies out of that cell and comes to visit and hug you in person. So, Keith, I'm going to sing a song for you. Of course, I asked this guy, Bill Withers. He's not bad. He's going to sing along with me. Uh, actually, I'm going to sing along with him, of course. Somebody 
song and thanks for calling us Amy and Keith how you doing I'm doing good brother um yeah thanks for playing that um that's certainly uh a meaningful song in my life and the life of a lot of people that I know yeah so Bill Withers is a big um a big um influence in my life <clears throat> yeah it has been since I was a little boy yeah it's a very hopeful song, you know. It's a very hopeful song. We're not alone, and um, you're not alone by by far. You're not alone. Yeah. So, how you doing yeah. with the your L.A. opening? You got three events in L.A. Uh, you know, on October fifth, you're going to be at Strategy and Soul. Uh, sing along with us and with the Freedom First yeah. Band. Yeah. Uh, what do these concerts mean to you? How do they impact you? Well, on a personal level, man, it it, it has allowed me to kind of transcend uh, my circumstances. You know, wherein I am kind of trapped, not just in solitary confinement, but in the role of a prisoner as a criminal. Right. And you learn early on. I mean, I've been here since I was 19 years old. I'm 54 years old now. But for all intents and purposes, as far as these people are concerned, I'm still 19. I'm still the person I was when I first entered this place. They don't allow you to grow. They don't allow you to change. They don't allow you to achieve yourself. And so having the opportunity, and you have to make the opportunity, take the opportunity, as Malcolm X would say, to, you know, because this is your life, your one and only life. If you want freedom, you want equality, you want you know your rights to be respected, that's something that you have to force, something that you have to utilize your agency to accomplish. And so, you know, doing the music, um, collaborating with these consummate musicians who are really um, like some top-notch musicians, being able to collaborate to, with them, to hold my own with them, lets me know 
in a very impactful way that all these years of struggle and pain have not been in vain. And so the music on a personal level serves a, a really, really crucial um, uh, purpose in helping me hold on to my soul, you know. And, um, and it's also, you know, you know, allows me to express my humanity, to kind of counteract the narrative that's been put forth about who I am and what I'm about. Um, and so it, 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 it's operating on several different levels, all of them are equally meaningful because obviously um, being able to do concerts from where I am is in the realm of the miraculous. <laughs> right. So it also allows people, yeah, it also allows people to kind of step into that other realm with me because really, I mean, let's be real, none of this is supposed to be happening. And so, you know, the fact that it is happening also allows people to open their minds at, uh, to what more can happen in this space, you know. So it, it's, it's been a, a real um, um, marvelous thing, um, Eric, you know. Yeah, well, marvelous, man. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I keep saying you're coming to L.A., you know what I mean? I say Keith's coming to L.A. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I picture you coming, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to have this wonderful concert, and Voices listeners, yeah. you know, we call this Voices from the Front Lines listener organizing radio. So if you're hearing Keith's voice, and then you're going to hear Amy's and mine, uh, please, if you so choose, go on the website right now, and it's uh, www.voicesfromthefrontlines. I'm sorry, it's that's our uh, website. Go on thestrategycenter.org. Scroll down if you so choose. If you want to be with Keith, if you want to help Keith, and the tickets are very reasonable. You'll see on there the different choices. The main choice is to say yes. And, you know, uh, Amy's coming, which is great. We'll be there. Channing will be there. Your friends, some new friends will be there. And uh, you and I are going to have a conversation after the performance. I think we're both great performance oh. artists, so we'll, we're going to practice, rehearse something interesting. Um, so, yeah, you, in some ways you fly out of your cell momentarily because, you know, one thing you said to me when we were in, you know, in prison together, in your prison, is that every day you got to wake up and say, oh, my God, look where the hell I am. And then re almost like reconstruct yourself every morning so that you're not yeah. where you are. You still are. It's a duality. You are in prison. You are facing a death sentence. But you're still, Keith Lamar, waking up in the morning to make, hopefully, a miraculous day. Uh, tell me again how you do that, because that's I, I try to think of you sometimes when I'm not doing too well. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly as you as you say. Every day presents the challenge of me rising to the occasion, and the occasion is myself. You know, to not be what these people say I am, or who these people say I am. To not live as a guilty person, right. as someone who has uh, 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 have committed a, a wrong. And in fact, the wrong has been committed against me. But to not to live as a victim, I don't mean that. But to understand that life is difficult, not just for you, Keith Lamar, but for a whole lot of people. 
and that we have a responsibility, you know, um, to, to, to kind of, you know, live our best lives if we can, you know, to at least make the attempt, even with the restraints and, the, you know, uh, uh, rules and regulations that are meant to keep you from making that attempt, you know, somewhat like Sisyphus, you still have to try to roll this heavy thing up this mountain. You know, and, and knowing that when you wake up in the morning, that, that, that rock will be at the bottom of the hill again. <laughs> you know, that's your life, but you have to learn how to, to embrace that. You know, and this is the damn thing, man, because, you know, you talk about freedom, and I'm in here with, with COs, guards, administrators who go home every day. I see them from my window, get in their car and leave. Yet because you haven't succumbed the degradation, the brutality, the repression, oppression, they are upset with you. They envy you for having whatever it is that allows you to overcome what they are trying to do to you. And so the freedom that they have is diminished. And you can see that that's the exchange or the result of you you know, uh, uh, getting up and, and, and doing your level best every day to live up to your potential. And, and, and it's a somewhat gratifying thing to see the people who are trying to hurt you hurt themselves. Because that's the thing about degradation. That's the thing about dehumanization, that you can't dehumanize somebody without dehumanizing yourself in the process. And so, you know, I see it every day, the boomerang. You know, the thing that they are trying to do to me that they are doing to themselves. And, you know, I'm going to be frank, you know, it's gratifying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, what they're jealous of is you can read. They can't read. Uh, you have friends. They've got no friends. They're going to get in that stupid car, go home, beat up their wife, beat up their kids, watch TV, have a beer, go to sleep, and do it all over again. I mean, these people aren't worth yeah. a damn thing. You know what I mean? They're... This is the highlight of their day, locking you up. Then they go home and they're nobody, a complete nobody. What do you do? I'm a correctional right. officer. You're a what? Well, you know, I lock up all those prisoners. Oh, nice to meet you, sir. Yeah, good for you. I mean, what else you got? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, a guy, a guy told me one of the CO guards was bringing me back from a visit a couple months ago. And, you know, coming and going, I have to strip. I have to take off all my clothes, Jesus. bend over, spread them, everything that you uh, associate with being in this situation. And it's humiliating, you know, something that I never, you know, get used to, thank God. Right. But that's the price that I have to pay to go see my family and friends, and I do it over and over again because that's how much I love them. But, you know, the CO, this guard, he, he, you know, he, he said to me, he said, I couldn't do it. And, and, and I was like, what's that? He said, take off my clothes every day. And I told him, I said, you saying that like I have the messed up job. <laughs> it's 15 more guys up in the visiting room whose penises you have to look at, whose anuses you have to look at. I said, I, I don't see how you can do that. <laughs> And that's the whole thing about this situation. They try to make reverse the psychology and have you look at things from their standpoint as if you are the problem, as if you are the, you know, the, 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 the thing to be looked down upon. You know what I mean? 
Well, I take that, that, my clothes off every day when I take a shower, when I get ready for bed. But what I don't do is look at other men's penises and other men's assholes. You know what I mean? You I do. pay me to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, Keith. You're doing, you're doing great as always. Uh, this is, you know, Amy, we're talking about a jazz concert. This brother's always doing jazz. So uh, you're on KPFK, 818-985-5735. If you're interested in being a correction officer, go on some other show. If you're interested in helping Keith Lamar and coming to a phenomenal concert on Thursday, October 5th at 7 p.m. at Strategy and Soul Movement Center at 3546 Martin Luther King, right between uh, uh, Crenshaw and McClung in a beautiful theater, by the way. Beautiful 100-seat the theater with great art, uh, state-of-the-art screen. I mean, we're, we're not playing here. It's uh, Dolby surround sound, you know, uh, we're the, you know, Arclight of South Central, except Arclight went out of business, so we're better than them. But the point is, if you want to hear Keith and keep Keith's voice alive... Come on, folks, strategy and uh, voices, listeners, time to do something. Now, some of you did, by the way. You went to see the Paul Robeson uh, play, which was great, with Stogie Kenyatta, and he was so happy when you showed up and said, uh, hey, I'm from Voices from the Frontlines. Eric sent me. So that's what we want our listeners to do, you know, not one thing. Uh, Mommy, what's your 20? Keith Lamar and the concert. We're always going to be telling you great things to do. And you just got to get off your butt and do them, right? So I'm assuming right now you're scrolling down on the site, uh, thestrategycenter.org, and uh, you're looking, you're just going to see uh, Freedom First, and I think you're smart enough to know what to do once you get there. I have great confidence in you all. So, you know, back to you, Keith, and I'm going to go to you, Amy, that, you know, flipping the script is so important. You know, at the Strategy Center, we call it counter-hegemonic demands where, uh, you know, there's a hegemony, right? The hegemony is the dominant ideology. The dominant ideology is you're the prisoner and he and he or she is the guard. And the guard is theoretically superior to the prisoner. And you turn around and say, no, you have a pathetic-ass job. I wouldn't want your job. I'm somebody you're nobody. And, you know, so we have demands like, uh, you know, uh, free the U.S. 1 million, which is the almost 1 million black people in prison, right? And we have demands like uh, cut the OAPD by 50% and uh, free public transportation, no police on the buses and trains, no police in the schools. People go, you can't do that. You can't. What, what do you mean? I don't understand. But they do understand. They totally understand. They go, oh, my God, you guys sound like revolutionaries. We say, because we are. And you, don't you think this country needs a revolution with these l lunatics with m knives and guns to, jumping on the on the uh, Capitol? And this lunatic may get reelected. Yeah. Yeah. And you think we're crazy? Yeah. We're sane. And people start to go, right. you, you got yeah. a good point. You got a good point. So, Keith, you, I'm sure that guy's in therapy now, that guy you talked to. Um, You've probably sent more, you probably sent more yeah. prison guards into therapy than, you know, <laughs> than you keep your sanity and your sense of humor, which is wonderful. Well, yeah, I have to be, you know, um, 
honest, I don't I don't spend too much time trying to educate these people, disabuse them, I should say. Right. Or their delusions. You know, because, you know, I have more important things to do. But, you know, I look at this whole thing not, you know, in the modern day sense. Um, you know, this is slave ship that I'm on. Right. So I don't even look at them as guards. I look at them as sailors. You know, and, and when I call them, they're like, hey, sailor, how you doing? <laughs> you know, they really don't know how to respond to that because they don't understand the context out of which this whole thing, you know, um, came for, you know, um, and the same thing like you're saying about being a revolutionary is transvaluating our values, changing what we value in this country, because that's the whole, that's the whole thing that, you know, kind of, you know, you know, traps all of us where we are. And you say, you know, Trump might be the president again, not because he has changed or the people who are elected must change, but because we haven't changed the system. That's right. You know, well, Amy, hold on a second, Keith. Amy, because um, I want to make sure, Keith, you know the goal of an organizer, is, to, as you know, is to make a phenomenally successful event, fill every seat. Um, so Amy Gurdjieff, who's yeah, been... Yeah, I'm hoping everybody come out, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and if not, they're going to be in trouble with you, right? With me, oh, for sure. With Amy, for sure, because <laughs> she's going to come out, she's going to be on your ass, so... Amy, you've been doing work all over the world for Keith. Why don't you tell us something about these concerts and why you think people should come on October 5th? Well, these concerts, um, I think they, they there's really aren't even words to describe just in how incredibly beautiful and moving they are. And what I have experienced again and again with people is just their total and utter surprise surprised that um that they that they have been moved the way they have i'll look in the audience and i'll just see people crying um laughing you know all of the range of emotions um i think they're so many times so surprised that something like this could be happening given the fact that keith has been sitting in solitary confinement and is in fact in a cell at the time that this happens you know and um so that is just mind-blowing they'll ask things like wait a minute that was live you know he was <laughs> right. actually wait was that you know they don't actually understand how how it all works you know from a logistics standpoint and i think um you know the most important thing is that they feel a part of a community that they maybe didn't realize they were going to be welcomed into at the outset sometimes it might be about this idea that i'm going to go do this go do this charitable thing right i'm going to go help this situation and in the in the process actually we're the ones helping heal a, a wound in them you know through this work so there's just a whole bunch of um really surprising reactions that are in store for folks um and i think it's really been an amazing experience for all of us involved to kind of encounter people around the world from all different kinds of cultural backgrounds. And we find like love is the, the common language in this whole entire movement. And it's the, the bond that is holding us all together. And it, and, and love is, you know, a thing that expands. So wherever we go, there's like room for more people to come and join us with that. 
And I, and I think all of us, you know, as humans kind of are looking for ways to connect with others. And this is a beautiful way to do that. So yeah, please come to Strategy and Soul and, um, don't miss it. There's also a lot of people who hear about it in the aftermath and they're like, dang, I wish I would have known. I wish I would have gone. And then, you know, it's over. So do that. Um, at 6.30, the doors will open and there'll be refreshments. And, um, you know, we want to get everybody in their seats and, and situated around the 7 o'clock hour. And we'll kick off shortly after that. The concert will, um, you know, go for about an hour and a half or so. And it'll be amazing. And then at the end of that, um, there'll be a beautiful conversation between you, Eric, and Keith. And I think people will also really appreciate what they get there for that in that situation. Yeah, in that conversation. Yep. Well, you know... Uh Life is interesting because, again, my friend Quincy Saul, uh, who's in Sri Lanka, sent me some, you know, I'm one of those people that actually reads all this stuff on the emails if they come from my friends. And it said, there's this guy, Keith Lamar, and uh, you should check him out. And uh, I did, and then I reached Amy, and then we talked for several hours, and then Keith, I've been talking to you ever since. And having the relationship with you, Keith, and you, Amy, and me, Channing, and Julian, uh, has been one of the high points of my life. So uh, it's allowed me to re-inhabit my own prison experience. Uh, it's allowed me to meet, uh, I, I mean it, Keith, a great uh, revolutionary philosopher, you. And, uh, you know, I know when I was in the joint, it's not a lot, but the human contact is everything. And then you must be driving these, you know, back to the guards we don't want to talk to. Must be driving. What are you doing tonight? Oh, nothing much. I'm just doing some spoken word with a jazz group, and then I'm going to talk to Eric, and there are going to be all these people in the audience. And What? You got a life? I got no life. Right, so, right. you know, like, what do you mean? Right. You're, you're going to Brazil, wherever. You're in Brazil. You're in Chile. You're in Spain. You're in South Central. So, folks, uh TheStrategyCenter.org. You can't miss this because Amy's point is right. It only holds 100 people. And, you know, the worst thing in life is remorse. It really is because then you can't get it back. Oh, I should have, should have, should Well, don't be a should have, should have. We don't really want should have, should have on the show anyway. You're a would have, would have, could have, would have, did it, did it. So go on the site. Look for the tickets if you want to go. And by the time Channing checks it out this afternoon, I'm hoping 10 or 15 new of you are going to be on there. Because, uh, Amy, tell us, and Keith, tell us a little bit about the music part. What is the jazz like? What's his group like? Try to help us understand. And, and maybe if we do it next week as well, maybe we could play a little uh, uh, clips from the soundtrack. But tell us a little bit about the band. Yeah, yeah. And what's going on, Keith? Start with you. Well, you know, jazz um, or the music commonly known as jazz, black people music, however you want to um, term it, has been really, really central in me being able to hold on to my uh, uh, my mental, emotional um, stability. Uh, I met an older guy when I first came on death row in 1995. He turned me on to John Coltrane yeah. and 
from there, I just started listening and immersing myself in, in the music and the history of it. And um, and as it turns out, it's actually it's an actual uh, uh, recapitulation of the, the slave, the, the Middle Passage. Right. You know, and the, the you know that whole journey that was kind of embedded in the slaves as 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 part of the experience. And, and so I just been listening to it. And so you know, I I, I was. You know, by co- pure coincidence, I, I, I got in contact with Brian Jackson, who w- was a partner of Gil Scott Heron. Right. He introduced me to some people. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and we and I recommended ten songs for them to play at a, a, a tribute concert, a fundraising concert, but never with the intentions of actually collaborating with these musicians because <laughs> you know what do I know what what can I do? But you know that's the magic in this whole thing is that. These whole two and a half decades, that's what I've been preparing for, obviously. I mean, I listen to this music every day. It's a part of my life. It's a part of my DNA. And um, without it, I, I just feel I went on hunger strikes to, you know, get this music to expand my library and everything, you know, because that's how important it is and has been to me in my journey. And so we had these musicians, you know, you know come in. Um, and these people, you know, do concerts on their own. I mean, I mean, um, have CDs, albums. I've been doing this stuff for years. You know, one of one of the people who, you know, uh, is in the part of the band is a guy named Roy Nathanson. He's been playing for probably forty, fifty years now. He's a legend in New York. You know, Caroline Davis on saxophone. We have Albert Macas on the piano. Um, Zach O'Farrell. Who's the grandson of Chico Ofero, the late great Chico Ofero, um, Arturo Ofero's um, son? Um, so yeah, Tiana Hutchinson on, on, on guitar. We have Matt Garrison, who's the bass player for Jimmy Garrison, who also played for John Coltrane. He's playing bass in, in the band. Um, you know, so we, you know, I don't know if these, these all these people will be there, but these are the people who I've been who I've collaborated with over the last several years. You know, um, and so it's like uh, a, a, a real affirmation to have these opportunities to kind of do this work because, you know, another reason why people should come and be a part of this because it's actually a movement, you know, not unlike the civil rights movement, not unlike all people coming out to march and whatever. And those people can rightly say after the civil rights bill was passed that I had something to do with that. That's right. And, and when I come out of this situation, which I am, you can also say I have something to do with freeing Keith Lamar. If that means something to you, then you have the opportunity to kind of uh, uh, make that be a part of your own narrative. That I didn't sit back, that I, you know, heard about this man's story, as you did, Eric, and I got involved and I participated in his liberation. You can do that. You know, and, and it's not, you know, a big ax. It's not something that you have to get on the airplane and travel. We are coming to you. Even though I'm in prison, we are still coming to you, you know. And that's the whole thing about, you know, how um, how, how how tenuous this whole thing is, you know. Um, the voice you're listening you to. Walls, hold on just for a minute, yeah. Keith. The voice you're listening to, of course, is amazing. Keith Lamar, who's playing jazz as you listen. Uh, you're on KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles, 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara. We have another cool jazz guy, Gary Baca, who helps me 
on the studio every every week. Uh, you can check us out streaming live on the web at www.kpfk.org. And yesterday I was listening to Global Village, which is a great show. And we're lucky, you know, when we do the fundraisers for KPFK, where else are you going to get this? Where in the world, not on NPR, folks, not on CNN, not on whatever, you're going to get it on, not just on KPFK, but on Voices from the Front Lines, because we keep saying, no critics allowed. It's not that critics are not valuable, but critics don't change history. Organizers change history. And the only people that are on this show is somebody who's saying you got to do something. Because, you see, it's in the pro Like yesterday was Yom Kippur, and I did try to stay home and atone for my many sins. But I realized that the best way to atone for my sins is go to work. <laughs> you know, I got a lot to do, including sending out 15 letters for the concert, you know. So I, I don't exactly atone for my sins, but I do work to um, purify my soul through the process of work. And the work is my religion. So this is an evangelical experience. I'm not doing anybody a favor. You know, in fact, I say it's not work. Work is, is something so bad they got to pay you. You know, uh, this is love. You know, this is what I do for love. And hanging around with, you know, with Keith and hanging around with Amy and Channing and Barbara and Nakuna, you know, that's what makes And we're all going to be there that night. By the way, you're going to meet. We also will do a few spoken words before the uh, before the the band goes on and have some very interesting people. Oh, cool. And you're going to meet some very cool people there. I mean, that's the other thing is that afterwards, yes, folks, there will be some food because we don't want you to go home. We want you to stay. Uh, Amy's going to be selling you like seven hundred fifty dollars worth of merchandise. You're not going to you're going to so you bring your checkbook, bring your credit cards. You're not going to leave without something. And um, this is community. That's what Keith was saying. This is a, this is an opportunity. So go on. TheStrategyCenter.org. We have one minute remaining. Keith, you get the last minute, brother. No, I just want to thank you once again, Eric, for providing the platform, you know, and, you know, to anybody who's listening. Yeah, you know, this is an opportunity for you to be able to say, I helped somebody fight for their life. You know, we don't get many opportunities to do something righteous with our life. I mean, that's not a coincidence. Right. You know, and we have to take those opportunities. We have to take those chances to, to, to do something meaningful with our time on this planet. You know, um, and you help me, and that allows me to help somebody else, and we just send that forward. These small things can turn into big things, and those big things can change everything. And so, you know, you know, and that just starts with us just coming together. So, so thanking you all in advance for coming out and, um, you know, enjoy the show. Yeah, enjoy the show, you know. And uh, before I go on your one minute, I love you a lot, Keith Lamar. Love you too, brother. Thanks so much for everything, Gary. All right, we'll be in touch Thank real soon. Thank you for soon. using GTL. We, we got the love in right before you cut us off. <laughs> Amy, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. There happens to be a live fire drill happening at my high school <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to lively are you going to lively go out with them or are you going to stay in i'm outside okay. no i'm outside but if you hear the timing of the bell that's what it is well let's yeah. talk so let me just walk through again 
So it, it's Thursday, October 5th, which is not this Thursday, the following Thursday. If you do not want to get to meet more of Keith Lamar and Amy Gordajev and Eric Mann and Channing Martinez and the band, it's amazing. Man, you have to remember you're going to a jazz concert, a serious jazz concert, which I am thrilled about because our strategy and soul movement center is gorgeous, you know. Got all new floors, no thanks to our landlord. All new walls, no thanks to our landlord. Beautiful lighting, no thanks to our landlord. A uh, terrific film camera and projection. It's got uh, surround sound, you know, Dolby Atmos surround sound. Uh, it's, it's got a stage, of course, and we're going to do a lot of work to get it all right with the musicians. So imagine you're coming in, you're going to help strategy and soul. All the proceeds are going to go to Keith. You're going to help Keith Lamar. You're going to have an amazing experience, duh, transformative experience. You're going to meet Amy, who's coming out for this event and several others. Uh, You're going to meet some of the organizers from the Strategy Center. You can't have a better deal. So go on uh, www.thestrategycenter.org and make sure you're one of the hundred, the first hundred to call. We do already have some tickets sold, but you get it. And I strongly uh, can't encourage you, so I strongly um, point this out to you as an opportunity, okay? It's, it's your choice to be made. Uh, how much time we got, Gary? How much time we got left? Good, four minutes. So two for you, Amy, and I'll go out with two. What are your thoughts about this conversation? Sorry, are you directing that question to me, Eric? Yes, I am, Amy. Oh, just in general, I'm I'm very excited about all of this. You know, I I'm so it's just been something that has organically grown, and the idea that we're all going to converge out there. And that there's so many people on the West Coast. You know, we've done this a lot in New York. And um, we've done it in the Midwest, but we've never been to the West Coast. The other thing I wanted to add is that, you know, November was supposed to be... Yes. November 16th was supposed to be Keith's execution date. And a lot of people don't know that, perhaps, who might be listening. But he just received a reprieve from the Ohio governor a few weeks ago. And... So the, when we had scheduled this concert with you, we were anticipating that we could be in the final weeks of our fight for him, you know? Yes. And so I think the fact that we have all been given a booster shot of time to keep our efforts alive is really, really powerful and important. So I'm just, you know, can't, I can't wait. I'm really excited. I feel honored that you're bringing us there, you know, and um, can't wait to meet new people. And one thing that's really, you know, I kind of alluded to it earlier about the theme being about love, you know, um, Albert and Keith are the sort of fixtures in all these concerts and who joins him in the band rotates and grows and expands. And I'm going to pull him back on the line because he's calling in, if you don't mind. Oh, I'd love to. Are you kidding? So who is this Keith back on the line? 
Well, while I'm waiting to see who they got, um, what a great way to get up in the I mean, I'm sorry. Wake up in the morning, come to KPFK. Again, Gary, thanks for bailing me out a couple of times. Um, what a and great... We're back, Eric. Is Keith back? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, I was about to give a long elegy that you interrupted. So um, now that you're back, you get the last word. <laughs> yeah, one no, thing okay, about Keith, by the way... <laughs> he gets my sense. We get each other's sense of humor. That's a big, the sense of irony of things. So uh, you'll hear it that night. Don't worry about it. But um, last thought, tell me, envision L.A. for me. Envision this night, October 5th. How do you imagine it? I mean, that's the only thing I can do is imagine it, man. Um while it's happening. Right. You know, because while it's going on, I'm sitting here wedged between the toilet and the wall. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, that what you hear, what you see. I'm, you know, somewhat removed from that reality until later. You know, people send videos, you know, and, and, and I'm able to watch and listen. You know, so my eyes are closed the whole time, and I can see people sitting there, you know, composites from other videos and concerts that I've done. And so I'm able to somewhat piece together what's going on, what's happening. The music don't even sound the same coming through the phone. Right. You know, so I, I can't even hear it the same way that it's being heard by those who are in attendance. But it's not for me, it's for them. You know, um a way for me to share not just my pain but my joy, some of the conclusion realizations that I've 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 arrived at as a as a as a um result of being in this situation. You know, sharing those things, some of the profundity of life that has been forced upon me, um, from being in this situation. Because that's the thing, you know, you know, you throw somebody overboard in the middle of the ocean, you know, the thought is that they are going to drown and most people do. But, you know, there's also the, 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 the chance for, for that person to learn how to swim. Or in, you, or in your case, Keith, I'm going to yeah. get the last word. Yeah. Keith, I'm going to get the last word because you're not just swimming, you're walking on water. And I, I, <laughs> I, I love you yeah, with all my like heart. I know. Oh. It, and as you say, between my bathroom and my wall, you're making more jazz, you know. I once went to Birdland my first time. I didn't know anything, and they said there's one group called Ola Tunji, another group called Art Blakey and the Jazz Music uh, Messengers. I said, they sound pretty good. Uh, did I not know I had walked into jazz royalty the first right, time? Yeah. So everybody, yeah, the yeah. voice, the amazing yeah. voice you're hearing, we're going, Keith. The two amazing voices okay, are Keith Lamar and Amy Godajev, and you're listening to Eric Manuel on Voices, and we will see you. Thursday night, October 5th, at Strategy and Soul Movement Center. We're going to have a hell of a time. And Keith, locked between his toilet and his wall, is still going to fly out from the bars and come in to Strategy and Soul to be with you. Much love to everybody. This is Voices from the Frontlines. We're going to go out with Nina Simone. See you next week. A life that's full. I've traveled each 
and every highway and more much more than this I did my way yes regrets I've had a few but then again too few to mention I did what I had to do and saw it through without exemption I planned each chart course each careful footstep along the byway Truly 